Hey, before we get going, for those of you who really want to listen to this and aren't, you can find us at Amazon, Google, and iHeartRadio. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true, as far as you know. For those who follow the Christian church calendar, we are in Lent, that 46-day penitential period before Easter involving the dual disciplines of abstinence and fasting. Many faithful give something up for the Lenten period. This year, I decided to quit giving things up. Anyway, this guy... What? There there are now memes about that on Facebook. That's how old it is. (laughs) I I was doing it when it was still cool. What do you mean for Lent? What do you mean when it was cool? During the Jurassic period? Just before that thing. (laughs) I hope you're happy. (laughs) Anyway, this guy... Dude, you're older than I am, so what does that make you? Hours. By hours, I keep telling. Yeah, it still makes you older. It's like geological time for you. Anyway, this guy in Ohio may have the best idea yet for giving things up. So what he's done is he's gone on a beer diet for the entirety of Lent. Dude. Del Hall of Cincinnati will consume only beer, water, black coffee, and herbal tea for 46 days. He'd already lost 5.8 pounds by the third day of his fast. Wait, 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 wait. A beer diet losing weight. Yep. Hall says he only uh, has three to five beers a day, and he completed beer fasts in 2019 and 2020. Um, During his earlier fasts, he says he lost between 40 and 50 pounds. So stick that in your mug and drink it. I believe I'm intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) I also think we could find a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I've worked with InBev before. Maybe we could get those guys. They make Goose the, Island and stuff. I'm going to call the Guinness people and see what we can. And out. Budweiser. And... I don't understand this, but the headline annoyed me to no end. Okay. So I'm going to share it with you, and then we can all call the Australian embassy and be annoyed together, and it won't matter because they'll just be very rude, probably even on the phone. Well, they're Australian. The headline reads, Australian to kill U.S. racing pigeon, which survived an 8,000-mile trip across the Pacific. Why? Oh, please, you know why? They're killing it because it it might be carrying disease. Might be a a communist spy. Might be, (laughs) I don't know, left-handed. This is is their import. (laughs) Uh, Left-winged. But this is their import thing. They're very strict. Very, very strict. So go to Google, find your nearest Australian embassy. Complain. Bitch up a storm. The exhaust. <laughs> it won't happen, but hey, the exhausted traveler, the bird, rocked up. I love that line. Rocked up at the Melbourne home of the appropriately named Kevin Silly Bird on Boxing Day. Hmm. Mr. Silly Bird said, "I've. I wonder if it's Chelly Bird. Could be. Yeah. Anyway." I've got a fountain in the backyard, and it was having a drink and a wash. He was pretty emaciated, so I crushed up dry biscuit and left it out there for him. The following day, he noticed a blue band. So he belongs to someone, he said, and I managed to catch him. Mr. Chelly Bird discovered the pigeon, which he named Joe after the U.S. president-elect. Up till then, I was with you, dude. (laughs) He disappeared from a race in the U.S. in the U.S. state of Oregon because this was written in Australia. Yeah. On October 29th, which is actually says 29 October, because for some reason, yeah, later tried unsuccessfully to contact its owner in Alabama. I don't understand why. 
Apparently, he got lost on his way to Alabama and ended up in Australia. Dude, when you take the right turn, not that far right. So much for them knowing where they're going. If you're wondering how he managed to fly the whole way, experts suspect Joe hitched to ride on a cargo ship at some point. His feet put the local media in a flap, and his story has attracted the attention of the notoriously strict Australian Quarantine and Inspection Service. Dum, dum, dum. Do they wear black uniforms? I yeah. <laughs> they contacted Mr. Chelly Bird to ask him to please catch the bird. They say if it's from America, then they're concerned about bird diseases. The quarantine service, which did not immediately respond to this guy's request for a comment, mm-hmm. is now considering employing a professional bird catcher. Hi, this is over. This is bored. Mr. Chelly Bird, who says he has no interest in birds, apart from my last name, said he could no longer catch the pigeon with his bare hands since it had now regained its strength. The bird apparently spends every day in the backyard, sometimes sitting side by side with a native dove that Mr. Chelly Bird's been feeding since it arrived. Hello, mate. The Australian National Pigeon Association. Nope, I didn't know there was one. Their secretary, Brad Turner, said he had heard of the cases of Chinese racing pigeons reaching the Australian West Coast aboard cargo ships, a far shorter voyage. Yeah, her. It is claimed, by the way, if you're wondering, the greatest long-distance flight recorded by a pigeon is one that started at Arras in France and ended in Saigon, Vietnam in 1931, according to, and I didn't know there was one, Pigeonpedia.com. <laughs> there has to be. Who knew? Police blotter, 8.14 p.m. Friday. Disorderly person on the 1100 block of East Grand. Someone reported a duck in a parking lot drinking beer and yelling at people. He's trying to diet. <laughs> doing the left thing. 1.30 a.m. A non-student was issued a trespass warning in Dan Allen deck. He had removed his pants and underwear and sat on the hood of a vehicle not belonging to him and rubbed his buttocks on the hood of the vehicle. Didn't we see this in a in a Big Bang Theory episode with Howard and you, Sheldon? You may in, have. Sitting in his spot, rubbing his with his, uh, yeah. 2.24 p.m. Wasn't attracted then either. <laughs> a woman on the 11,500 block of 37th Avenue reported a dispute with her neighbor slash boyfriend. Who is refusing pants and underwear? No, he's he's refusing to bring her casserole. That's grounds for moving. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm curious: is he not bringing her her casserole, the one she made, (laughs) or is she simply have a yearning for casserole and he refuses? Huh? Huh? Dude, you got a lot to learn. (laughs) This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.